0: Fast Forward Productions. The women are speaking. Welcome to another episode of So Mind-Boggling Journeys. I'm your host, Bettina Goolsby. I'm an actor and dreamer slash creative continuing to go after my dreams. So much of this journey is just so mind-boggling, hence the title, for either reasons of utter disappointment or the manifestation beyond what I could have ever imagined. Follow along as I check in with other creators along the way and learn what so mind-boggling things they have to say and what it's like pursuing the dream while living the in-between. Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of So Mind-Boggling Journeys. So today's episode is going to be whew, a solo episode. <laughs> I've been tasked with doing more of these just so that the new listeners to the audience can get an idea of who I am and what's going on in my life and such. So this is going to be a solo episode. I'm a little nervous about it, of course, because it's just me. Shout out to Camone. <laughs> my friend Camone, I think she'll appreciate that. She says that a lot in reference to something else. And so I think she'll appreciate that I found a way to tie that into my podcast episode. Anyway, With that, what I wanted to talk about today is a couple things. We'll start with finances. So when this episode drops, it will be Monday, October 17th, which is the deadline for all of us to get our taxes in. So I thought how appropriate (laughs) to have this conversation on the day that all our tax payments are due. Because I don't know if you're like I am, but I do wait till probably the possible last minute to get that in. Why? I don't know. Anxiety and just, you know, weirdness around money. But yeah, so for all of you all who are like me and have not filed your taxes, today is our last day. So what I'd like to talk about is this book called, well, let me tell you about the book first before I tell you what it's called. (laughs) And let me tell you about the author before I even tell you about the book. So the author is an esteemed, let's say, finance guy. The author has a BA in economics from the University of Virginia and an MBA from Darden. And He has worked as a stockbroker, an insurance broker, a real estate broker. He's also been on the board of directors for many Fortune 500 companies over the years. And he has a very, very strong background in banking and finances. He is an esteemed black man from Lynchburg, Virginia. And he grew up with his dad being a factory worker and his mom cleaning homes. And so he definitely had humble beginnings. And even if they didn't have a lot of money, they still had a lot of sense. okay? And so his dad really instilled in him the value of a dollar and that it didn't matter how much money you make, but what you do with it. And so that is his... Philosophy. That is his mantra. That is his life's work, is to kind of get that idea across. So he's named his book po folks Investment Guide. And his moniker is Dr. Pofix. And some people, I guess, have had issues with the name. They feel like it might be condescending and talking down to people. But in his, you know and I'm not going to speak for him. Hopefully we'll be able to get him on the podcast soon. But the idea that he shared with me is that the idea was just to kind of show that when you think about investing, it's not about having so much money that investing is only reserved for the rich. And that's something that, you know, we have recently been having conversations about. So I will share a little bit of my own personal story as it relates to this, since, you know, that's why I am going to be doing more of these solo episodes to share more about my Woohoo. Okay. So I have been someone who has used my disposable income for like paying off debt and, you know, maybe then using that to do some light savings. I'm really, to be honest with you, just getting into the idea of having like an emergency fund that just sits for emergencies. <laughs> But I was definitely at the point where there was no idle money just kind of like sitting around. It was, it was being spent. And in my mind, I always thought, oh, OK, well, I have to take care of all of these expenses. And then once I have a large sum of money, then I can you know, even look into investing. Where Dr. Pofix's idea is that you don't need a whole lot of money to begin investing and that the first thought going in that direction is to save money in terms of what you consume. Just the everyday little items that we spend money on that if you make a different decision one month or one week and you put that bit of money into a bucket, then it'll grow over time and then that is your investment fund right there. So for instance, I love a good iced matcha with oat milk. Okay, hello Upcharge from our dear Starbucks. I don't do it a lot, but you know, Even one time is a lot, right? Those are $6 a pop, $6 and some change. And so... The idea is maybe instead of buying a $6 matcha from Starbucks or wherever your neighborhood coffee shop is, you would instead put that $6 and change in a bucket. And then over time, maybe if that's if you go a lot to Starbucks and that would be a week or maybe a month, you know, however long you decide, right? You would take that money and then that would be what you would start your investment with or you would then funnel that into an investment. And so... That idea felt very foreign to me, but I thought I would give it a try. And it's been interesting to see what... I actually spend a lot of money on that I don't really have to. So let me give you another example. When I am pressed for time, and actually, I just want to give a quick little shout out because when I'm in New York, I, I'm actually a monkey cup coffee. I, I really like that <laughs> coffee house, but I do still love my Starbucks as well. Another example is seamless, right? So when I am pressed for time or whatever your delivery of choices, food delivery of choices, whenever I am kind of pressed for time and... I don't want to stop and like maybe make lunch or make dinner or whatever. It's like I'm quick to just order delivery. But of course, as we all know, especially post-pandemic, between the delivery fee and then the surcharge, I mean, there's all types of fees. I can't even tell you all these fees, right? But there's like a line item of like, there's like three line items of additional charges that usually come up to about at least $10 extra. It's like, okay, well, instead of doing that, it's like, okay, well, I'm going to make the decision that I'm actually not going to do. I'm going to go see what I have in the refrigerator that I can just quickly, or in the kitchen that I can just quickly eat. I'll suck it up. I don't have to, you know, have like an amazing meal from Seamless. And then instead you take that money that's saved and you put that in your bucket. And then again, over time that adds up and that's your actual investing money. And so I love it because then he, you know, he talks about these two buckets. There's a a consumption bucket and then there's investment buckets. You can't put money in both buckets, right? You have to put it in one. So you're making a choice. So that's what I'm doing right now. And I thought that that would be a great message for my artist friends because I feel like, you know, with us, a lot of us are working on gigs or a lot of us are making hourly wages. And it's one of those things where... It's like, well, gosh, how will we ever be able to you know, save for retirement or save for, you know, if we have families and, and such? And the idea is that that's where it comes from. At the end, he quotes J. Paul Getty, one of the world's wealthiest men in the 20th century. He says, watch your pennies and the dollars will take care of themselves. It's not, again, it's not about how much money you make. It's what you do with it that counts. So I just opened up an investment account over the weekend. And that is what I am going to do. I've been saving money away in my bucket, which is interesting because it's like, oh, it's just something that has felt a lot more natural and and been more of a flow versus this idea of waiting, waiting till I have X amount of dollars to invest. And it's like, oh, I'm just taking it penny by penny, dollar by dollar, and I'm getting my money from little areas throughout the day, throughout the week, throughout the month, where I'm like, oh, do I really need that? Probably not, you know. I will keep you posted on that. But I just wanted to at least plant that seed and hopefully we will be able to get Dr. Pofix on the podcast because who else can speak better about finances and this idea but him. Okay, so now the funny thing is that was all of like eight minutes. If you knew how many recordings I (laughs) attempted before this... To talking about finances it just goes to show how we get so worried and so stressed out about finances I mean I probably tried to record this about 15 times and I was just having so much anxiety because it's really you know anxiety driving to talk about money and especially to do that publicly and I just want to say growth on that okay all right so moving right along the other thing I went to talk about is, how things are going with The Artist's Way. So, I am kind of embarrassed <laughs> that I have to admit that I am not doing well with my two exercises that I'm supposed to be doing regularly. So, Steph and I, on the first episode of the podcast for this season, we talked about the two ideas that Julia Cameron writes about in The Artist's Way to help kind of like release creativity blocks. The first is morning pages, daily morning pages, where you get up and you write three pages of, you know, you just let your stream of consciousness just go. You write these three pages. You don't think about it. You just write. You just keep your pen down on the paper. And you're supposed to do that every morning. Now, the idea of that is twofold. One, to kind of get out of your head, to stop trying to control whatever it is that you want to write. And number two, the idea is just to get in the habit of doing daily writing. So I must admit that I am probably averaging one day a week with the morning pages. I just find it like really hard. It's hard to find the time, to be honest. For instance, I'm up really early this morning, but I'm up early this morning and I'm working on this. I'm working on recording this episode. And the reason why I'm doing it this morning is because last night I was struggling, struggling to get this, you know, to be okay with this solo podcast episode and the recordings I did, you know, but this episode has to go. It has to go to my co-producer. And so I was like, well, I got to get up in the morning and I got to finish that, you know? So it's interesting that it's like when I'm up against the wall, then it's like, okay, yeah, we got to do that now. But with the morning pages, it's like, I feel like if anything's going to fall to the wayside, it's going to be the morning pages, especially because it's going to take at least 45 minutes to an hour to do those three pages. And so I just, you know, I hate that I have to get up here and be honest with you with my check-in and say that I'm not doing a great job. I'm averaging one morning page a week. So I'll continue to chip away at that. Maybe when I finish this, I can go and do a quick three pages. Uh let's see. I'll I'll <laughs> let's see. I'll let you know. And then the other thing is the artist dates, and so the artist dates you're supposed to go on those weekly, and that's when you take yourself solo. And I think that's the hard part for me on that one, because I do I'll do good kind of like activities that kind of like enrich the soul and that are heart opening and that feed my inner child. But the idea is really to do those solo, and so that's just really kind of like carving away at that, because that would require to do that on the weekends. And with the weekends, there's just there's always he's just something going on you know last weekend I mean this is not an excuse but this is just sharing last weekend my weekend was filled with like taking care of some family home repairs and also my dear friend Camone that I mentioned earlier her daughter celebrated her 12 she actually celebrates her official birthday tomorrow her 12th birthday it's actually tomorrow but her birthday party was over the weekend and she had a slumber party so I was you know dealing with the home repairs and then after I was done with that, I went over to help celebrate the birthday and then slept over. You know, I'm not going to pass up a good sleepover. I love a good, I used to love slumber parties with my girlfriends. And of course, one of our other childhood friends, Shelly was there. So we just made it a whole thing. And you know, I don't want to miss out on those moments, but that does trickle into what you're supposed to be doing with the artist way, right? So it's just, again, I'm just trying to figure out how to carve out the time and the space to do that. And just like this weekend, this upcoming weekend, I'm gonna be heading to the University of Virginia's homecoming in Charlottesville, Virginia. That's where I went to college. And this will be my first homecoming experience. So I need to figure out how can I do my artist date before I go to Charlottesville, unless there's a way I can carve out some time in Charlottesville for an artist date, a solo artist date. But I don't know, because I'll be there with a friend, my girlfriend, Tanya. I mean, listen, I know there are many, many things happening in this world. And so this is definitely first world problems. But for the purposes of this podcast and this episode and this season, we're talking about unlocking creativity. We can get into the meatier stuff a little bit later. But the idea is just trying to figure out how to carve out time for the things that you say that you want to do. So I'll report back on that. All right. Then the last thing I wanted to speak about was the idea. And so the funny thing is, is when I did a little bit of promotion for this season, I thought it was so funny that Jamie Foxx had posted. It was like perfect timing. He posted, just because they got a podcast, don't make them a philosopher. And ain't that the truth? I agree with that. Okay. Just because you have a podcast does not mean that you are a philosopher or an expert. Okay. I guess maybe you can be an expert in your own life. But as you see, I'm still, you know, struggling with that. I tend to want to be very careful because I definitely want to be super transparent about, you know, the struggles that I have and the journey that I'm on and the goals that I have and how I want to push through those blocks. I definitely don't want to come off as being pre she or anything. So please, if there is any ounce of that, uh, please drop me a note because that is definitely not the intention. You know, what I'm about to say is really for myself. Case in point, I had had conversation with a friend and my friend was like, oh, I'm so proud of you. You've got your podcast out there. I'm, I'm so proud that you you know, said you want to do it and you've been doing it. And I was telling her how, you know, how hard it is because it's like, gosh, like I'm learning with this that you really have to put yourself out there, even on season four. OK, I mean, you know, seasons one and seasons two were not full seasons, but season three was and season four will be this whole idea of like perfection, correct? So of course, I mean, you all hear me stumble. You all hear me use the wrong words. You all hear me just kind of like, flunder, flounder, flabber—all of it. <laughs> Make up words, right? And I—I I feel like if the podcast does its job, the main thing that I want to get across—and this is for myself too—is that you know we have this idea that people who have certain dreams, goals, desires that they have to be perfect. There has to be a level of perfection in order for them to hold spaces in those desired places. And I don't think that that is the case i think that that's why we do see so many people who aren't you know perfect writers or perfect actors you know and perfect this or that because i don't think goal actualization and self actualization is just reserved for the perfect, the people that just have it, you know, it just is like, it's just perfect. I think that it's about working through those things to get to maybe, you know, a level of progression, but that there really is no set destination of perfection. And I think that we are all serving as beacons of light to each other to show like, oh my gosh, if that person can do it, like I can too. And then yes, (laughs) yes, you can. (laughs) You absolutely can. And so I really, I hope that that is what, I really hope that that's what this podcast serves as. I want it to be more of an inspiration to just kind of like, just kind of go for it and just to try it, just see what happens and to look bad, to look bad, right? To look bad, to sound bad. I think they call it failing your way to success because I just feel like I just, there's no other way to do it. I, I don't know. I have not found the way to have the things that I say I want to have without going through the most uncomfortable stages of this thing, putting myself out there and, you know, letting you all see the cracks and the imperfection and the mistakes. And just the fact that, I mean, I just don't think there's any way around it. So for you, I hope that, you know, that resonates with you all again, just to start and, you know, you'll figure it out. I want to address last... Weeks episode with Miss Marcella Lowry. You know, you might have noticed that like the audio wasn't that great, right? And so we learned from that when I interviewed Gerard Brown in season three. So a lot of times, you know, some of our guests, you know, they're not up on all this technology. I'm barely up on this technology, right? Where it's like, you got to have the microphone, you have to have the updated laptop, you have to be using the correct program, you know, all of that. You know, sometimes when I speak to my more seasoned guests, a lot of times they don't have these microphones and they don't... Don't have the updated computers. And so we're trying to figure out how to do it the best that we can. And so each time we do this, it's like I try something different <laughs> to see how that goes. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But I don't want to not use the audio that at least gives, you know, their journey and their perspective, because I feel like it's good information and I want to use it, you know, and that's kind of the decision that I've made now. And I actually want you all to see me kind of like floundering with certain things and, and getting to that point where you're like, oh, I see now that this is better and that is better. I want you to journey with us and just and see the progression. So, you know, we were in Marcella's apartment. We had the windows up because it was a really balmy summer night. I was trying to try a different setup in terms of like using the mic and, you know, another recording device. And, you know, it wasn't the best. Forgive us on that, but we learned. We learned a lot. And so I guess that's really all I want to say, because I don't want to be up here making apologies either. I feel like, you know, you kind of learn, speak your piece and then just like move on to the next thing. So this is my solo episode, (laughs) my first solo episode for the season. I think I have one more of these, but I'm going to, I'm just going to use it as a way to kind of just step out there and, you know, speak from the heart and just go from there and hopefully you learned a little something more about me. And I do want to say that I'm really excited because I am going to be speaking with a guest. Her name is Meredith Height Estevez. And she works with the artist Way very closely. I have class with her tonight. And I guess it's not really class, so to speak. It's more so like a joining of like-minded people who are also doing this program. I'm going to be in, you know, joining that tonight. And then she's going to be coming on to the podcast and talking about the idea ideals that we have been talking about with Steph and with myself today. And I'm going to talk to her about this stuff, about just kind of like moving through these things and focusing on progress. With that, thank you for listening to this episode. I'm clocking at 23 minutes, which I'm like pretty proud of myself. And yes, so... There'll be more to come. Thank you so much. And let me know what you're thinking about what I said about the finances and especially as an artist or even as someone who's maybe not an artist, but wants to explore it. But, you know, maybe you're working a full-time job and you're thinking, okay, well, I would have to save up a certain amount of money before even stepping out on faith and doing the thing that I want to do. Please feel free to drop me a line and let's talk about it. Let's get into it. And I'll talk to you next time. Thank you for listening. This has been a So Mind-Boggling production. Follow along at So Mind-Boggling on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook.